0: Now for a show by a brother and sister who are polar opposites, but who both
1: found a calling running solo businesses. This is the Unfederated Podcast.
0: Hey, Rob. Hey, Sarah. How's it going? Pretty good. Can't complain. What have you been up to? Um, lots of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many things. Uh, finally, I'm done traveling for uh, the next a couple months, so getting my life in order over here and experiencing all that Denver has to offer, which is quite a bit. They are opening, I know you experienced the voodoo donuts within walking distance of my house and the sweet action ice cream. Um, They are also opening an insomnia cookies. So.
1: That's a win-win-win.
0: Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I'm just glad that it's like a walking distance thing where you're burning calories when you go, get, it's real neutral, um, neutral effect, but I'm excited about it because they're open late, and sometimes in the middle of the night, you just want a warm cookie delivered
1: Man, that is the truth. I don't uh, want to live agree. in
0: a world where that's not available to me. <laughs>
1: this, this is America.
0: <laughs> I mean, for real, though, because I was just in France and, and it always I I worked at the U.N. for a second and, and European mindsets are just so different than Americans. And um, I enjoy now going to Europe and having other Americans with me and, and they experience that and their frustrations like there's nothing open 24 hours a day. Um people close all the time when they could be making money. <laughs> and the American and all of us is like, but you could make so much more money. You'd be the only ones open. And I'm like, I know. I know. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a real cultural difference. What are you doing?
1: Uh, I don't know. i have no idea just still living in the purgatory that is uh, trying to make it through this transition of selling our house and getting moved. And apparently we've got a driveway getting poured tomorrow. So we've been getting pictures and questions about that. Um, very technical stuff uh, that, uh, as you know, I have a background in, but have tried to divorce all of that from <laughs> this process and, uh, and play it cool. So, um, so far so good, just a little bit longer to go.
0: That's so tricky. What do you think this house building process would be? How do you think it'd be different if you were traditionally employed still?
1: Oh man. I like it would, it would feel like I was eating so much more of my time. Um, because I mean, we probably, yeah, I don't know, it's like a 20 minute drive from where we live now. And I would say three days a week, like my wife and I will, will run and get lunch and go by the house you know, kind of one, um, one swoop. And like, if I was having to go after five and, and like five o'clock traffic or trying to get there by dark, um, you know, just eat up my precious nights and evenings time a lot more. Um, plus like we just constantly are either getting questions asked of us of like, Hey, this, you know, we need to meet and talk about these things, which would be like, be getting so tiresome of having to like leave work if, if at all possible, you know, I probably would be like sending Rachel or something in in my stead. Um, and so like the time away from work would start to feel really tight. Um, or the fact that we go by the house so frequently, we catch a lot of stuff, you know? And so we're able to like interject and be like, Hey, we noticed this, like before they get too far along, you know, uh, can we talk about it or is that correct or that kind of stuff? And so, Although I feel like we're probably annoying our builder to death, um, uh, with that kind of stuff. Uh, it's, it's also, I mean, the things we haven't mentioned that they've, they've got really far along with and then had to tear out and redo like, uh, you know, we're, we're saving time and energy at some point for somebody. So anyways, it, it would be way more stressful. I think it's been, it's been not, um, not super bad. I mean, you know, this week, uh, last week we had an appointment in the middle of the day and I, I'm just really busy with work. So like, uh, I actually let Rachel go to that one herself. That's the first time we haven't both gone. It was to pick out cabinet hardware. I, I I don't add a lot to that conversation. Sure. Uh, (laughs) in my mind, I was like, Oh, that couldn't possibly take longer than 30 minutes. And they were there for like almost two hours. And I was like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) I would have been so stressed out. Um, But then, you know, we've got another one, uh, coming up this week and I think it's our last one. Uh, so it's just, you know, going to pick carpet or something. So it's just that kind of stuff that has, has kind of, um, felt like a lot.
0: There's so many things in life. I'm like, how would I have handled this if I still were tied to the office from nine to five all the time? I mean, being pregnant and going to all the doctor's appointments is one where I'm like, how do people do this? (laughs) Like, Like, what do, do they just take PTO for that, and then how do they have any left over? Um, so it's it's amazing how unemployable I get. I continue to get um, yeah. as time passes.
1: No, I remember. Um, I think when when we first found out, we were expecting our uh, our child. Like I was at work, and Rachel went to doctor's appointments without me. You know. And, and came by the office and like, I went out and sat in the car in the parking lot (laughs) to find out, you know, uh, versus like now where we're going to, you know, um, just about everything we do of that magnitude we're going, we're doing together and, and it just feels a lot different. And, you know, I, I appreciate that flexibility. Like that's, I don't, maybe it will be someday, but so far it's not lost on me ever.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> it's, it's still really, really nice. <laughs> um, so other things you've been doing, I think we're going to talk about, um, your, your BMI. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, yeah, I got paid a really weird compliment. Um,
0: oh, please tell me what it was. <laughs>
1: uh, Sunday night, maybe. Okay. Um, our, our go to restaurant, our, our burrito joint of, of, uh, a uh, favor it is a place called Mojo burrito shout out to them because uh, we give them most of our money and they keep us fed and it's wonderful. How um, I walked in and we, you know, I think we probably eat there three times a week, maybe at least I do um, sometimes I sneak away because uh, my wife apparently gets tired of eating there so much, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my daughter and I do not. And uh so I was going through the line. I just wanna
0: say that you throwing your three year old in there with you is not quite <laughs> Yeah, three year olds eat the same thing over and over again. Oh yeah. So. That's <laughs> like
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. Like yeah. if you ask her on any given day what she wants to eat, like it's almost always gonna be Mojo. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, so we were going through the line and like uh we like the people who work there have all worked there for quite a while and like like experienced all of Rachel's pregnancy and like you know you mentioned your doorman in the last show um that was like us with the folks at Mojo and they were like kind enough to like you know give us a free meal when Sutton was born and stuff like you know uh uh this whole thing so uh, we love them but I was going through and one of the girls that uh, has worked there for you know, years was like I feel like you look skinnier every time you come here and I was like Okay, which is has a weird, a weird past for me because I've had some health problems where I lost a lot of weight, like in a way that I was not excited about <laughs> years ago and and was able to like figure that stuff out largely and then gain the weight back and then gain way more back than I needed to gain. And so for the last year, I've been like just uh, have really dedicated a lot of time and energy into trying to get healthy now that I feel better, like I'm trying to get healthy. Um, and so um, anyways, I've been working hard at that. And, and then, um, someone else today, um, mentioned like, how are you feeling? You just look like you've lost weight. Like, like thinking that maybe like I'm having all the same problems again. And I'm like, no, 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 this time is like legit. Like I've, I've ran three miles this morning and, uh, you know, so anyways, it's been fun. And that's one of been far and away. One of the biggest, uh, perks, of of going um freelance is the flexibility and control of my schedule to prioritize um health like physical health stuff and that's kind of mani- manifested itself in a couple different ways um but it's been uh, fantastic
0: that's awesome also i think that if you work at a burrito place that's probably not the trend you see <laughs> so
1: no i was getting like the big more chicken you nachos. get in here
0: the <laughs> skinnier you are that seems yeah. to be different than everyone else i
1: was like you couldn't tell it from my order yeah. but yes i have been trying Yeah, uh, yeah no,
0: but that's... like a large queso don't mess around with that <laughs> yeah no treat yourself yeah <laughs> that's so Oh, awesome that's fantastic yeah that's i mean being able to prioritize your physical health what are some other ways that you've uh, been able to do that now that you're freelancing
1: yeah so i think it's it's taken maybe three or four forms one is that i've been and, and this has probably been the most the biggest part uh, i started working out with a trainer um like i always was fairly active but not like super in shape as a kid and like up into through college at uh, um, always played sports and that sort of thing, but was never particularly healthy. Um, and then when I got sick and dealt with my health problems, which is like six year window of my life, like I didn't work out at all. Like I was losing weight faster like, than I could, uh, then, then what was a good thing. So like exercising wasn't really on the table in that situation. Uh, I didn't feel like it one and two, like, uh, I didn't, I didn't need to burn more calories. Um, and so like, I think starting to feel better now and having the time and flexibility to deal with this kind of stuff has been really interesting because, um, I like, I can, I, I needed someone to like, show me, you know, like get me on a good path again. Cause it'd been so long since I had done just about anything um, well, you know, that it like just getting someone to coach me through a routine and doing exercises, regardless of like how embarrassingly easy they should have been or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was super valuable because, uh, I think I've been working out, uh, at this place where I have like a one-on-one trainer for two days, you know, sessions, two days a week, and like have seen dramatic improvements during that time, but have like managed to dodge any kind of injury, which I almost certainly would have injured myself. Like if left to my own, you know, yeah. Um, uh, uh, left to my own. And, uh, and then also like have been the process of that has been really great. Cause we've worked on like muscle groups, like stability and core and that sort of thing, which I probably wouldn't have done myself either. Um, well, at least, you know, and so it's, it's been stuff where like, you know, I've, I've got, all these weird tendons I haven't used in any kind of meaningful yeah. way. And so like just building up all of that kind of stuff um a- across my whole body, you know, like uh in in conjunction was has been super beneficial.
0: That is fantastic. What time do you I mean, is this during the workday or before the work day that you're meeting with us?
1: Yeah. So I think that ties into uh, part of why it's so great is it's like in the middle of the morning, <laughs> like, uh, I'd, I think I, you know, like 11, uh, I usually get there a little early and like run a little bit beforehand because if, if I can, I, I will. And, um, I've historically been able to do that quite a bit and, uh, it's been great because it's a time slot that is hard for them to fill. Um, people come in really early before work or they come in at their lunch break or after work, but there's, um, there's slots in the middle of the morning, especially that, um, they struggle to fill. So I've been able to take those, which has been great. And it's actually a good time for me. Um, and, uh, makes it a little bit easier to schedule. Like if I have to have to reschedule to a different day and stuff, all uh, that's a lot, you know, I've got flexibility that most people don't have.
0: And you don't have to be in the gym in front of like everybody in the entire world right after work or whatever.
1: Yeah. Like waiting for machines yeah. and like, feeling like you can't get around. Um, y- yep, that, and, and it's not like a, the other thing, this sounds kind of dumb, but like, uh, you know, I go and get all gross and like, I have the flexibility to just go home and shower. Like I'm not like showering at the weird gym shower, like trying to rush out the door and change clothes while I'm still sweaty, you know, um, like typical situation. Um, so it's kind of nice. Cause, uh, you know, a lot of days I'm, I'm kind of wearing workout clothes anyways, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So it's, it it was kind of funny because uh, I often, when I was, uh, I usually pick up our daughter from school. Um, That's one of my duties. And I'm always wearing uh, the days, the week she goes to school aligned with my workout. So I was always wearing workout clothes. And it was like me and all the, the trophy moms. And it just uh, <laughs> felt like uh, such a schmuck.
0: Well, I mean, I I think you're a trophy, yes, <laughs> Rob. Well, you know, it's okay real. to own your your getting comments by the Mojo Burrito person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Rachel doesn't know what she's got. <laughs> That's
1: right. She's she's my uh, sugar mama. You yeah. Know?
0: You get those Lululemon on. <laughs> go play tennis at the club. <laughs> That's right. With
1: my cardigan tied around my neck.
0: <laughs> yep. That's who you are. Yeah. Um, t- uh, I'm going to take a moment here to tell you about one of my favorite things.
1: Yeah, please do. <laughs>
0: um, PDF Pen, cause we're partnering with smile and, um, we've talked about text expander, which we're into big fans of, but uh, PDF pin, I actually really, really liked, um, and used, uh, and now we have a giveaway where we're giving we where if you, uh, submit to our drawing, you have very good odds of getting, um, well, I don't know what the odds are yet because we don't have any submissions, but they seem good. So because <laughs> this is just now going to air, but, um, uh, six, um, PDF pin, uh, I, like subscriptions, right? Or like licenses, licenses, yeah. yeah. So it's 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 not like a monthly thing. It's like you get it and you have it, and then you pay if you need it to be um, updated. And they give an update. You can choose to join up with that or not. Um, I used PDF Pen after doing a bunch of research into it when I went out on my own, needing PDF uh, documents to you know different ways to a open them, um, B, mess with them, uh, send them, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And I used it exclusively for probably a year. Uh, Really liked it the whole time. So I paid once, used it for a year. Um, And then ultimately I had a client who just – Uh, would not stop using Adobe and was like I can't open your comments in Adobe Uh, can you please just buy Adobe (laughs) so I had to uh, reluctantly transition away from it Um, but I can't possibly overstate how much I miss it so it's a really 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 good unless there's one person who really wants you to use one software and they're giving you a lot of money for that I would say PDF Pen is the way to go (laughs)
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, one of the things that I um, that that software like uh, PDF Pen are really beneficial from my perspective is OCRing documents. Um, do you know what that means? Yeah, you know yeah, that
0: means. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that this um, is in my world. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, making them searchable.
1: Yeah, that's right. And like by default, if you've ever tried to copy and paste text out of PDFs, sometimes you get like all this gobbledygook because they're not being processed properly by the software um, so that you actually have all the text and you can search a big folder full of PDFs and find all the instances of words. Um, that sort of thing means uh, a lot when you're processing a lot of PDFs. And um, so having a having a good tool to make sure that layer extra layer of data is connected to all your files is huge
0: yeah and and I would say that we feel. Um, organically, very into these, uh, both the Text Expander and PDF Pen. Uh, we both have used them separately and very different. Uh, I have probably stretched the uses of PDF Pen more than Rob because I work with so many um, you know, converting to a PDF from a PDF, uh, reading PDFs that are you know locked for some reason. Uh, OCRing is so important in what I do because. I, you know, somebody will send me over a thirty-page agreement that's scanned and say hey, you know, can you tell me what the non-compete in this says? And if I have to read the whole thing to find the provision that talks about non-compete, that's not great. Um, you know, there's a million reasons that PDFs I wind up really flexing the uh, capabilities of a PDF software and found it good. And we don't get anything from like promoting it. We are just excited to like, have the freelancers that we work with have the ability to get these licenses and, and use it because it's a really good product and we think it'll help their workflow
1: yeah that's 100 percent. like we're not getting paid for for um for hawking uh their great software it's really just something that we believe in and wanted to share and they were kind enough to uh throw some licenses and some subs- some subscriptions our way to to do this fun giveaway so yeah uh, link in the show notes um cool. to to uh fill out like a, a two-question form and uh you can be entered to win
0: yeah that is yep. true. Well, bro, what, uh, <laughs> when you, um, you have been running a lot, have you found running to be, I mean, tell me about that and how it's worked into your job in a way or your, your day in a way that it didn't really make sense when you were doing the nine to five jobby job.
1: Yeah. So that's been a big piece that like, in conjunction with the training that my trainers really pushed me to do some sort of cardio thing. Um, and so, I've gotten into running a little bit. I had a goal initially of, of like running a five K in a certain amount of time. And like, um, so I've I've just kind of been working on that in the background of a lot of what I've been doing. And, uh, I've never really cared to run like that's, uh, I ran for tennis and like I could chase a ball around fine, but I'd never wanted to run for distance. And so, um, that's something I've, I've kind of oddly gotten into, um, Uh, the ability to go, I will, I will get up really early, um, and go run in the mornings before, uh, trying to take advantage as as much as I can of the time before my daughter wakes up. Um, so I'm not putting that, uh, added pressure on my wife to, to care for her in the morning before, um, our babysitter arrives. And so that flexibility has been really nice, like dodging around weather, um, during some, uh, I guess spring and fall, I can go in the middle of the day and we'll sometimes go in the afternoon during the summer. I'm going in the morning just because of, uh, the heat and, and it's much more comfortable and, uh, I'm not, um, adding that undue stress to Rachel. Um, and then the like, again, kind of this other stuff, like, I'll, I'll go for a run, I'll come home, like, gross and stinky, and I'll still sit down at the desk and, like, do a couple of hours of work before I get up and go, like, you know, um, uh, you know, get clean, get cleaned up, and then um, go to a meeting or something, you know, and it's just, like, it sounds silly, but this whole dynamic, like, Working out is half the battle, but then you've got the other half is like all the other ancillary stuff with it, you know, like um, getting yourself to the gym, like cleaning up afterwards, like packing your bag to bring all the stuff you need, like all that kind of stuff. Um, getting caught up on like a call or something that, you, that you're you running late to everything and your day's really hectic. And I'm, I'm able to uh, avoid a lot of that. And so, you know, all of this is a lot of... um extra strain on, on my life, but like, I'm able to do it in a way that creates the least amount of inconvenience, if that makes sense. Um, and so it helps to build a, I mean, you know, I'm working out two days a week, I'm running three days a week. I'm doing, um, some other stuff. I think I mentioned on a previous episode, once I I try to do some meditation on the, the days that don't include those two things. And so like every day of the week I'm doing something and it really hasn't, um, dramatically impacted my ability to work or my ability to, you know, um, help with the family and that sort of thing. And that's, that's just been super great.
0: That's so nice. I found when I uh, left the jobby job, I saved a lot of money on, even though I was working out more, but I saved a lot of money on it because I would not have to pay $20 to go to the yoga class that was convenient. Time-wise for me, I could go to the one that was at 2.30 at the gym that I already paid for. (laughs) Um, And I didn't have as many instances of paying for a class and not showing up. And um, I was at the time paying for two gyms as well, one that was closer to my job and one that I liked. (laughs) And so I was able to cut that down uh, because... I could just go and work from the gym. So, it was a it was it was part of my calculation for the stuff I was doing that cost more money for convenience to accommodate kind of the misery misery of being in a job that I didn't care for that was requiring so many hours of me.
1: Yeah. And, like, it's it's easy to get into that, like, oh, well, I make this much an hour. Like, this is what I I price myself at, um, whether you bill hourly or not. Like, you've kind of got that number in mind. And so, like, paying, I mean, you know, there's opportunity cost of not making money plus whatever it costs to go do the thing. Like, you're making a substantial investment in some of this, you know. Um, but, like, for me, I, I personally, I was telling someone the other day, there's, there's like two things that I've never regretted spending money on. And one of them is absolutely like my health, you know, Mm -hmm. um, it's just like, uh, the training has not been, I mean, it's, it's, I think by most people's standards costly. Um, but it just so happens that for the last however many years we've spent a tremendous amount of money on my healthcare. (laughs) So, um, so it's been an easier transition to spend that on my health instead um, and we're spending yet still so a fraction spend, of spending of on your income. health
0: instead of your sickness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm on the right side of the, of the bell curve this time. So, um, want to try to try to push forward on that. And that's, uh, that's been great. Um, I think the, the last thing that has been, um, super great from a health perspective and has allowed a lot of this other stuff to flow well is, is getting, good and quality sleep. Um, the ability to, uh, I've, I've, yeah, I mentioned last week, I think I, I track my sleep and in an app that I really like. And, um, part of doing well there is going to bed at a consistent time and waking up at a consistent time. And, um, so just like putting measures in place where I'm actually getting eight to eight and a half hours of sleep every night, um, versus just like uh, drinking eight and eight and a half cups of coffee every morning um has has made a lot of the other stuff possible you know and allows me to get up at seven and get run before i start my work day and and that not be horrible um which you know rob circa two thousand you know 15 would have would have scoffed at that
0: yeah, Scof, scoff, 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 scoff. I do similarly, like I can decide based on the day whether I bicycle to work. And it's um it's a 20 minute bicycle ride each way, like if you're really going after it. um And that's good exercise. So uh, depending on the weather, that's just basically 40 minutes of cardio that I get in without even trying. And, and that's about as much time as it takes. For me to commute in any way. (laughs) So, um, like, it's just time spent either commuting or exercising. And the ability to make those decisions um, on the fly are really helpful to me. And then also, now that I'm pregnant and not sleeping well, uh, I find that I can sleep well in the morning. So, to the extent possible, I've started scheduling my meetings to be later so that I can get more morning sleep and that's so nice to just be able to be the one who can control that kind of thing for when stuff changes in your life
1: yeah i had 100 i occasionally still have nights where because of my dumb stomach i can't sleep uh, i had one last week or two weeks ago and it's great because i mean you know i i try to batch my meetings and most of the time they're in the afternoon, anyways. And so like a situation where I'm, it's three 30 and I'm awake and can't sleep. Like I can, uh, you know, I've probably been at my computer working for a couple hours and then I'll go to bed at four and try to sleep, you know, to a reason, still get a reasonable amount of sleep. Um, uh, and, and just, you know, I don't know if I can sleep till 10, I sleep till 10. I rarely can, but, um, and then start my day then. And the net, the net result of all of that is, is, you know, is zero, right? Like I've I've gotten rest. I've gotten my work done. Like you know, nothing's nothing's dramatically changed. I've just been able to uh, kind of roll with the punches in a way that I didn't. I mean, I I can't tell you how many times I've gone to work with on three hours of sleep or something. You know, right? And, um, And it's never the first day that's bad. It's always the second day. I know you have happens. all this
0: adrenaline the first day, and the second yeah, day. Yeah, you just screwed.
1: You know it's coming. Yeah. You know. And, Um, so anyways, having done that uh, a lot of times and uh, recognizing that a lot of people have circumstances that, that still make, um, you know, what I'm describing difficult. Um, it's, it's something I don't miss. Um,
0: yeah, Yeah, it's nice to be able to take a little bit better care of your body. Um, I I was super jealous when we
1: spent time in Denver, like it's just set up so well for, um, walking and, and like in particular where you live and, and where you work and that sort of thing. Um, I w- wish we had a situation more like that in Chattanooga. Uh, yeah, uh, I think with our new house, we'll get to uh, walk our daughter to school and a few other things that I think are exciting. Um, yeah. and, and I hope to make, you know, me be the one walking her to school in the mornings and stuff, uh, part of my routine in a way that's, uh, you know, symbiotic with, with, uh, my health. Yeah. exercise, but I've been trying to plot. Like, I wonder if we could walk her here. Yeah. I wonder if we could, how, how, how far can I push this without, without being a weirdo?
0: (laughs) We only walk. Mm -hmm. Stop crying. (laughs) Yes, I know it's snowing. Yeah, I know. I really, um, I have such a high opinion of incidental exercise. So (laughs) I really like going, um, living in a way where you kind of, exercise without realizing you're exercising as much as possible. Cause I don't really like going and plugging myself into a machine at the gym very much. Um, I prefer like, like you were saying about high school, like playing tennis or, you know, doing something that has some other purpose that you're focused on rather than just like must move body. <laughs> so, yeah. I- um, the weeks we go
1: on our family trip to the beach, like, when we, we usually rent bikes and we just bike the majority of the time we're there. It's just like, it's so great. You know, like, uh, it always, when I come home, I always wish that like I could maintain that, that biking life still, um, when we get home, but yeah. not quite as easy.
0: Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I bicycled right before this to the gym to do yoga class and there. came back. Um, and I'm eight and a half months pregnant. <laughs> so, and it was 95 degrees today. <laughs> nice. No excuses. Yeah.
1: I know, we we uh, need to get some those big dog t-shirts with all those motivational quotes.
0: And- <laughs> I don't have enough motivational quotes on my wardrobe. <laughs> People are constantly disappointed by the uh-huh. level of motivation they get from what I'm wearing.
1: <laughs> you do have all those emotional uh, or uh, motivational posters in your office, you know.
0: <laughs> that wanted war crimes yeah, poster, I guess, is in a way quite motivating. <laughs> yeah, they're all like just, you know, hang around and read. And it's a cat hanging from a tree <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. from the
1: book fair. Yeah. Awesome <laughs> well, just
0: nothing but that. in My lawyer's office downtown. <laughs> That's right. Do business with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: no, I, you know, I, I think kind of to wrap things up, like one of the things I didn't at all anticipate when I start, when I, you know, uh, chose the unfederated path was that I would dedicate such a significant portion of, of my found time to, um, to healthcare and to, to my health and, and taking care of myself and getting in shape and, um, all all the things that you just are really difficult to do when you don't have as much, um, autonomy on your schedule and, and the way you shape your days. So, um, I, I actually did two hours of work this afternoon before we recorded because, uh, we've got a bunch of meetings the next couple of days and like, you know, um, it's rare that I have to uh, you know, uh, have to sacrifice in a way like that. That doesn't come with a, re- a reward. And and usually, um, yeah, that was not the case when I was, when I had my jobby job, you know, you're sacrificing a lot often. And, uh, it wasn't cause you got paid more or because you had more time during the day. It was just cause you had to work more. So yeah. I uh, didn't anticipate that, but it's been phenomenal.
0: That's a really good point. And I guess you should, you know, it's important to prioritize that as freelancer because we have a really unique opportunity um, to take better care of ourselves. And what is the number one reason people don't go out on their own? Healthcare. Um, So there's some irony there that you very well might find that you're treating your body better than you ever have and in better shape than you ever have been um, once you're no longer tethered to the job. I have been walking around saying to many people, you know um like i met this guy who just got a job or i know this guy who just got a position as the ceo of a big um, shared workspace Conglomerate, And I was like, congratulations, that's awesome. Everybody's going to be freelancers soon. And God help us if they, you know, do some kind of insurance fix where everyone has insurance, everyone's going to quit their jobs the next day, <laughs> you know, because I really think that the the economic fallout is going to be hilarious if that happens where people are no longer relying primarily on employ- employers and W-2 situations for their health insurance for any reason they would. I mean, I know... Personally, of so many people who would quit their jobs immediately, or at least they say they will.
1: Yeah, right. Um, I mean, there certainly would be a huge reaction, I would think, in the mar- marketplace.
0: Yeah, it'd be really interesting. So, <laughs> like, really ancillary and possibly not accounted for and could have disastrous consequences. But, you know, it'd be uh, a lot more people on the in the two o'clock uh, slots for personal training. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, that's 100% sure. I wonder how, like, the unemployment rates and stuff uh, categorize uh, freelancers. I wonder how, if the data of that is like, the tracking is up to date with the way we've, we've, um, you know, the sharing economy and the gig economy and all that kind of stuff has, has come up. I'm, I'm guessing the, the statistics that they quote or measure are still kind of woefully dated
0: Yeah. And if it relies on self-report, as I have often mentioned, it would depend on the moment, (laughs) whether I was like, I think I'm unemployed. (laughs)
1: Everything's going great. Wait a minute. Do I still have a job? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a great question. I have no idea how that works. But hopefully they start accounting for freelancers because that would look like a really terrible economic fallout. (laughs) But um that's really encouraging. I think I'm encouraged to prioritize that more myself after listening to you because I too want to get um fitness related compliments from my burrito place.
1: That's right. You know you're living life right when that happens. <laughs> no. You and your husband are so great about it like just naturally and and part of it is because how you live your lives and part of it is just because your, your hobbies and stuff too. You, you've always prioritized it really well. Um, and, and so I don't know the, the, uh, envious of that kudos to you. Um, I'm this is an area that I'm, uh, trying to, in my, my determination to be a creature of habit. I'm trying to change my habits. So. Oh
0: but once you change them you'll continue doing them that new way forever <laughs> so
1: yeah that's never stopped very huh?
0: cool good for you
1: <laughs> well i'm like I, sorry sorry i know we need to wrap this up but like i ran my first ever 5k race or whatever two weekends ago and like s- sat and ran the kitty k with me Aww. like and i was like this is cool and like it made me like be a proud dad because i was like Uh, You know, I don't really remember doing that kind of stuff with our parents as kids. Like I remember them doing stuff, but like, um, that was, you know, uh, I don't know. It just felt like a good example of like, what if, if her life was one where we all just exercised a lot and it wasn't like a, uh, a thing that we like, um, you know, stuck down her throat or anything, but she just, it was normalized, you know? Yeah. It was just Um, like a
0: organic part of life. I loved the picture of you two crossing the finish line together and that dad like carrying his daughter in the background of the (laughs) picture. And she was like bouncing head down and he's like running, carrying her. (laughs) Um, Yeah. That cracked me up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That was great. Um, that's actually, uh, Russ, the guy that I trained with.
0: Um, oh, he okay.
1: and, yeah. He came and did the five k with me. And of course, uh, I think he got second place. Like he, he smoked it. He did awesome. Um, and then when he finished uh, the real race, he, if you look in the the picture of me, just me finishing the finish line, he actually like is behind or running beside me or something, because uh, he finished so much sooner than me. He had time to come he, back like, and l- run. He,
0: he laughed and did it a second time. Yeah. <laughs> he,
1: he could go like pick up his daughter, carry her while running next to me and finish. Oh, that's um, awesome. But then then they stuck around and and cheered on Sutton finishing the KK, which is which was cool too. So That's so uh, cool. That's good background yeah, info. She, and she did awesome. She like uh, ran most of the time. I mean most of the way and and finished. Um so anyways, uh, she I think she was one of the youngest people to run, not in a stroller, you know. So um, she was, she was excited and, and they gave, there's a superhero theme to the race. So she got a cape. That was a gross thing ever. Yeah. Uh, except it was a little too long and she couldn't run with Real it. Real tripping hazard. Yeah. So, <laughs> Next year, uh, we're
0: just going to tie their legs together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A one legged race. That's really uh, cool. I love that. I love that this um, new way of working has led to new ways of being in other areas of real life
1: yep me too unexpected but great yeah uh, cool well thanks for letting me share
0: yeah thanks for talking it's good to talk to you bro talk to you soon
1: if any listeners want a burrito with me you know where to find uh, me
0: <laughs> he'll be uh walking into mojos in a, <laughs> in a swimsuit just speedo right. like uh give me all your queso <laughs> that's
1: right my wife beat her tucked into it <laughs>
0: Black socks.
1: Yeah. Is that a cultural (laughs) thing? Do people outside of the South know the the shirt? It's called the wife beater because that that could have negative connotations. I
0: don't know the answer to that. (laughs) So it's a, it's a, it's like a white tank top and we don't know why it's called that. (laughs) Yes.
1: It's ribbed. It's terrible. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. They're
0: not flattering. I I don't beat my wife. Well, no, no no that's good she, we'll end on that she, note. Gets really,
1: she gets really mad at me sometimes though let's
0: <laughs> we'll end on that note uh-huh. i don't beat my wife well have a great week the
1: episode title
0: yeah um yep all right have a good week all right later bro all
1: right see you. You can find show notes from this episode at unfederated.studio. And if this podcast has helped you in your journey, say thanks by rating and reviewing the show in Apple Podcasts.